tracked down by Van Vliet. Fred behind the back in traffic. Oh, it's Fred's time. He's got 23. Come on. First pitch swinging, and he crushes it. Deep left center field, it's hit a mile. Guerrero with a home run, his third on the season, and the Blue Jays are within two. David plays it down the line, look out that ball stay and Davies is on it. Davies takes it away, 2v1. Davies at Buchanan, Alfonso Davies keeps it himself. Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the 13th Man Sports Podcast. It's Shane alongside Frankie as always, and we are joined by a very special guest. And this is probably like the fourth or fifth time he's been on the show since we started doing this. We got uh, Ottawa Red Blacks DB, Sherrod Baltimore joining us. Uh, thank you for joining us, Sherrod. How's it been? Thank you, man. It's been great, man. It's a blessing. Hey, I've been with y'all every year, man. I'm a re- hey, some loyalty there is a real one. It's a pleasure, man. Appreciate y'all. I'm proud of y'all. Yeah, I think uh, you were one of our first guests when we first started doing this. So I think, Sherrod, I think you were my first ever interview as well from like a uh, like a player in the CFL. I think we went to uh, Lansdowne shortly after the pandemic had started. It was me, you, and uh, and Eddie from Six One Three Sports. So that's a little bit of a callback. That one. Yeah, that was in a. We did it in a in an arena, right? Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember that, bro. I that was, I think, that was shortly after you signed what uh, your your first ex, or second extension in Ottawa. I think it was. I could be wrong on that one, but that, that was like two or three years ago. Now that that happened. That was hey, that happened fast. I remember that like yesterday. <laughs> um, I, I first we'll start it off, I guess, with with last season. We talked to you before the season. You sounded pretty hopeful that things were going to go better. Uh, I think defensively they they went all right. How how did you feel about your season in twenty one? Um, you know, it sucked to lose, you know, but other than losing, I feel like as a team, you know, we stuck together, um, battled through injuries, um, you know, as far as defense, I can speak on the defense because I play defense. Um, man, we appreciate Coach Benavides, man, a million, you know, one of the best defensive coordinators, man, I ever played for. Um, it was fun to come work with him every day, not like we hated our job, even though we didn't come up with the results we wanted to. Um, as far as my teammates, man, it was great, you know, uh, just sticking together, you know, as a unit, you know, we ride together, we die together, basically type of deal. That's all it could be, you know, we wasn't giving up. Um, we still made plays when we could, you know, we tried to. Um, Coach, Coach Dice, the special teams, they did really good. You see Devontae, he signed to the NFL, so that's another year since i've been here coach dyson had a lot of people signed to the nfl like just from his special team so that was a, a positive i was a part of that when i was out there because um the special teams and for the offense you know they got they try to get better every week man you know they got players i believe in them because lapos you know <clears throat> good coach you know he's a great mastermind on offense so you know that's over with though i'm happy the, the, the 2021 season is over with that's one of them things you want this let that go in the past and look forward to the, to this new season. You did mention, though, that you guys kept fighting to the end. And I think 
a lot of like practices obviously weren't open to the public last year, but I think there was still a lot of uh, still a lot of care at, right to the end of the season. Like if if you were at the practices, you know there was still a lot of talking. You guys were still chirping. Uh, poor Dominique Davis caught a lot of it, <laughs> um, but like it, it showed in the final game of the season, right? Like you guys must have felt pretty good knowing that you walked into Montreal and, and beat a team who was yeah, who was yeah, going know, to the playoffs. Coach Lapos always came in, and you know. As a head coach, it must be tough because it comes down, you know, all on use of business, you know, as far as players too. Because when you don't win, you know, in the nature of the business, you go home. But you know, all the coaches, Lapos and Benny and um, those dice, you know, they always made sure that we worked hard in practice, and you know, they we, we were always trying to figure out what could we do to get better, what could we do to get better. But they said as long as y'all keep coming in and putting the work in and working hard, no matter what it is, we'll, we'll get some results from it. And I was glad that we ended the season like that all about how you finished it was one of those like seasons it, there was a couple of highs in there uh you know the the open season opener abdul kane uh comes in he has i think two interceptions one for for a touchdown i want to ask you about him specifically because i think before the season there was a lot of the uh the the dread brother stuff going on what was what was playing with him like this year hey i'm gonna let you know right now i'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you man that's that's my brother. Like, that's a brother. Like, that's a brother to me. He been he come to my house in the offseason. He live in Virginia. So when we when I go home outside of football, you know, that's where it really start. Um, that's like a brother, man. You know, a good family man, got morals, you know, got a girl, got kids, always taking care of his family, got a house back home. Um, just good man, humble man, you know. Um, but on the field. You know, one thing about Duel, he gonna come to work. He not really, he he is no vague one. Like he's very straight to the point. Like there's everyone who know Duel tell you, like Duel is not with that. Like he's not playing that. He here to make paper. He went here to win. You know, and uh, Duel practice hard. I seen him single handedly probably had one of the best defensive games ever. Picks yeah. it. Two picks. Yeah, he. You know he he, he won that game. He won single handed like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I done got a shirt from him. I wear that shirt. Like, every time I wear the shirt, I call him. He and Joe looking sweet with his hands up. But man, dual is a man. I always tell him like, bro, you probably got like, you probably can play like seven more years. You know his body. He got a little body. So funny. He lean. Um, the guy is smart. He played so so long in the pros, man. I think how many? Wait, how many years is this for him? Eight, seven, something like that. So, just to see somebody take care of their body and watch film with him, he already know a lot of the plays. Like he been in the league, it's a guy who he's been in the league and watch reps. He know what's coming. So playing next to him is like, but I'm mindful to do anything. I got you, brother. brother go make play. Go make your plays, brother. I got you. I got your back. And the same for me with him. You know, he's a good teammate. He put the battery in your back, man. He a good football player, man. He the best out here. You know what I'm saying? He's a good person. That you need to have around. So, dual man, that's my brother, man. You know, man, I can talk about that guy all day, man. That's just somebody I gotta have around. I talk to him every day. I talk, just got off the phone with him. Call him, wake up in the morning, call my dog, man. Make sure he good. Go to his crib, check his mom out, sisters, all that. Just like J. Rose, you know, just became like a brother. You signed here in in seventeen, right? So, are you aware of uh, the tackle that that uh, Abdul made? In the in the Grey Cup in '16, 100. Yeah. Okay. How, how could you not know? Like that, that's a so everyone knows about that. That that's it. It's football. It's Ottawa football history. That that play every year, every year you see it on TV at least once. 
breakup time. Hey, me and Duel was watching it this year. Like, damn, bro, we home. He, hey, soon one thing about Duel too, he trying to win that great cup. He got one. Hey, I'm gonna get you a ring and I'm gonna get you your all star. That's how he always talking to me, bro. So funny, man. All right, so if we want him on the show, we go through you to get get him on the I'm show. A, I'm gonna call him right now. I can call him right now, man. Let him know, man. I didn't make that call. Let him know. <laughs> get you and uh, him and J Rose on the show. Just give you guys your own little show man, during the off season. We could do that next week. Hey, that would be funny. We always talk about hey. You man, that, man, Duel and Rose, get them two together. Oh my god, uh, it's a whole gang of them. Stefan Charles, Cleon. Oh my gosh, get yo, we can make, we can make it happen. We can make oh, it happen. Man. You just you let us know, and we can make we can make it happen. We we gonna do that. We are gonna make it happen. We gonna link up right after this. We gonna talk. Would like from practice this year? I think would we ever have a silent Cleon Lang? Because I, I felt like he was always talking at practice. You want to know what's crazy? Like, when Cleasy first got to the team, like, I was just watching him because they was like, that's a guy who, you know what I'm saying? That's a guy. You know who, elephant in the room. Like, that's the guy. So, I was just watching him. Like, he's so humble off the field. Like, he's from Toronto. He chill. He quiet. He, he got here a family, man, you know? So, when I was watching him, just watching how he moved, humble. When he played on the field, I think we played Montreal this year. And um, it was, like, third and long. And I ran to him. I ran up. You know, we communicate a lot. So third and long, obviously, it was second and long, second and long. So obviously, I'm trying to run up, tell him, like, watch the screen, watch the drop. You know, so that's the biggest, the whatever. So I'm running up to him. I'm like, I'm about to go tell him, hey, Cleasy. I'm like, Cleasy, Cleasy, watch the screen. Like, please. like usually, I never run to the defensive line ever. I just stay outside. Like, I never be in the trenches ever. I don't be around it. I don't want no parts of that, pals. I'm trying to stay away from that. You know what I'm saying? So, but sometimes, you know, I get my hands dirty. I ain't saying I'm sweet, none of that. I'm just saying I be staying in my lane. So I'm like, Cleasy, watch the screen. Like he he can't, he ain't even hear me. He don't pay me no mind. He talking so crazy to the office alignment. From <laughs> Montreal. I said, oh, yeah. Like, he ain't even hear me. I just ran back out in the corner. Yeah, I'm going to go back out here. It's crazy over here in the trenches. I got to get out of here. <laughs> you guys seem pretty tight, though. I, like, I know there's a lot of people that were talking about Avery Williams as well. Uh, Micah Awe, he doesn't have a contract right now, but you know, he was in part of that group. Like, you guys seemed like you had a really tight defensive unit last season, man. The D unit was tight, man. Coach Benavidez, man, Coach Knock, Coach Bailey, Coach Pat, Coach Kobe, man. Listen, man, Coach Benny is a special guy, just not even just a coach, just outside of you know, that's where it starts from the coaching and then it goes all the way down. So, just outside of like football, that's a guy that, that's a coach you call when you were working for your company, 30 years old, 45. Hey, man, how you doing? You know, what's going on? One of them coaches, man, that's a great coach to have. You know, and, and the biggest, the funnest thing about him is uh, he used to tell us, like, even in camp, like, man, y'all making turnovers because he always preached turnovers. Let's think about Benny, turnovers. He he need to get that ball. Turnovers, turnovers, get the ball out. Y'all not stripping the ball enough. I ain't, this is unacceptable in practice, you know what I'm saying? Get the ball out, so. He preached a turnover, so. <clears throat> It was just crazy, though, man. I could talk about Coach Benny, man, all day. But as far as our team, man, it was just fun to come to work, turnovers. And you know when you're good and you believe in yourself. And just the play calling, man, everything was just gelling. I feel like, man, I wish we could have just won more. And we're going to get better. Are you allowed to listen to the golden ball secret yet? Who's that? Okay. Okay, that's that's the same answer that we got all season long. You sure you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't let us in on that one? Who you say? The golden ball. The golden ball. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's a family thing, man. 
Okay. So I'm going to take that yeah. as a no. I think, I think Abdul, we asked Abdul earlier this season. He said, never heard of it. Never, <laughs> never even seen it. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. At first, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> hey, just know. Just know, hey, dude, hey. Hey, he got that ball a lot of times. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, that shit dope, though, man. That's how we rock, man. We got something special, man. We got something special, man. Yeah, uh Let's we'll, we'll move to uh, some of the. Well, actually, you know what? No, I want to get a word in about um, one of the guys who was on your defense that is uh, is going to the NFL, Brandon Dandridge. Uh, he spent half the season with you guys. The rest of it, I think he was on the practice squad, uh, but he tied for second in the CFL in interceptions. I believe it was. Just what was he like playing with you this season, and what did you see from him that that should have Kansas City Chiefs fans pretty excited about him? And be damned. One thing you got to know about him, man, that's a humble guy, man. Very humble. He's a good person in the locker room. Very well to work with. You know what I'm saying? He's young. Um, family man. Just had a baby. You know, he got a girl, too, as well. Man, the guy's just a guy. That's one of the guys, like, how can you not like the guy, you know what I'm saying, outside of football? And as far as football, that's going to be the freakest athlete you ever seen. I mean, I'm talking about be damned. I'm like, bruh. You just, sometimes you just watch him backpedal, break, throw the ball up. He jumping in the air too early, but he already 10, 10 yards in the air. You know what I'm saying? And it just looks so like, bruh, like, he don't know no other way. He can wake up on a full pipe, four, 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 three. One of them guys just born with natural ability. And um, the thing I like about B. Dan, he young. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the film room this offseason, like after practice, you know what I'm saying? And, um, we just learned to study films, and he's always wanting to get better. He's a playmaker, obviously. The film doesn't lie, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a freak athlete. Like, that's just a freak athlete. And, I mean, it's it's a hole that you're going to have to fill with the team, obviously, but that's what free agency is for. It's it's there now, and, you know, you guys sound like it's been pretty active. Nothing is completely official yet except for Jeremiah Mazzoli, who signed earlier today. Um, we'll ask you about, about Jeremiah. Have you ever – Spoken to Jeremiah, what do you what do you know about him and just how excited are you to have him on the team? Man, I was so excited, man. I've been calling me and Dool. We talk to each other every day. I call Dool, man. I wake up every day like Dool. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like Dool. We, we signed Masoli. It was the best feeling. Like, man, that spark of energy. And they signing a lot of people, obviously, honestly, but they're not playing around. They're not they're not playing around. Like, it's a, it's a lot of good stuff going on, and it's good for our fans. It's good for Osei. And hats off to the front office, you know what I'm saying? Sean Burke and Jeremy and the rest of those guys in there, you know, they coming, setting their foot down. This was going on. This is how we rocking this shit. And um, our nation deserved that, and Osei deserved that. The owners, you know, it's been a tough couple seasons, but, you know, in order to get that one win, you got to take a thousand losses type of thing. You know, I always believe in that. So we'll get it. Hopefully we'll get things turned around. It's not just Mazzoli, too. Like, there, there's been other signings, uh, offensive, defensive. We're not – won't ask you to go into specifics about them just in case they fall apart. And just for the record, this is being recorded on Monday, so it's not for agency yet for us. But just what is it, what is your feeling like right now as you as you start to get ready to go into next season? I'm hyped up. We got Soli. That's a great stop. You ain't our nation right now. You amped up. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. I'm excited. I can't say nothing else. Like, this is the most exciting because Canada, obviously, right now is 
I don't know if it's if it's a pandemic, a pandemic. Is it one day? It's real slow right now. It's quiet. So this is everybody watching free agency, and uh, you should have seen what's been going on. I can't wait till tomorrow. I can't wait till tomorrow, man. I can't wait till tomorrow. Like this is it's, it's good. Twenty twenty two. Like I said, man, it's gonna be. I feel the energy. Like it's gonna be a good year, man. Did you say pandemic? Pandemic, pandemic. I don't know. One day they shut open, <laughs> they shut down. One day they open. Uh, the next day they never open. Um, then when they open, they got the convoy truck in here. Hey, y'all seen that downtown? Yeah. Yeah, we we I've avoided it. It's out. Hey, they outside. <laughs> they, they outside. So the truck is here. I don't know. Is it a pandemic? Is it a pandemic or is it not? Is the truck is? I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm a uh, an ambassador for uh, BB Collection. And her shop is downtown in the market, and it's like, no, she's not getting no sales right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough right now. So, man, Masoli coming back. Hey, that was big, man. Masoli, I heard nothing but good things about Masoli. Every time we play against them, you know, I always walk up to him, take my hats off to him. Man, you a, you a man, bad man to play against, you know. And uh, I'm happy for him and his family, you know. Uh, this is a good opportunity for him. You know, he's going to come in and compete like I always say he do. Um, one of my guys, Damar Altman, he used to play receiver for Maine. He used to play at Hamilton. So um, he used to always tell me, like, him and Masoli before camp, 5 in the morning, is throwing routes on air. Like, just to be like, oh, yeah, that's the type of – if my quarterback ain't doing it at home. You know what I'm saying? You be thinking about stuff like that. Like, Trevor Harris, he used to come in like – but it's just certain quarterbacks that's like – you know they just want ghost status. Like, you just see something crazy. Like, Trey, he used to come in like – He'd be the first one in here at six in the morning, then leave at like six at night. Like, oh yeah, that's just one of them good quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like Masoli, just a good quarterback that's willing to put that work in, that make explosive plays. Let's not forget about everything he did for Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? So that's big for it. That's super big for us. That's super. We that's an understatement. On the flip side of Masoli too, you have three guys. I think it is that spent some time starting last season. Whether it's Caleb Evans, who I think has quickly become a fan favorite. Uh, you know, Duck is there as well. And I, I think you did a couple of videos with Duck, too. Did you not? Uh, for uh, Red Black Social Media, maybe? I think it may have been like a, a – It may. I think you may have been involved, but it was like saying French words. Maybe. Hey, I, I know Duck was in that for sure. Man, Duck funny. Duck country. <laughs> he is from the country for real, man. He got a big – truck ford f-150 whatever them trucks is with the big rims hunting in the back hey caleb dope hey i fool with caleb too interesting fact about caleb he a cute hey let me tell y'all something funny about caleb he a cute dog you know what that is no i don't cute dog is a uh it's a frat you know what frats are right yeah 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 so it's a frat like it's like a it's like a, mostly like black people in the frat like hbcus and stuff like that but sometimes they more in the south it's like it's not just HBCU, they more like in the south, you know what I'm saying? Probably like the north because I went to Maine, they didn't have um they didn't have Q dogs. But anyways, Caleb, oh yeah, Caleb a good man. Caleb a good man. He uh oh yeah, I was saying he was a Q dog. Yeah, so one yeah. day I'm in the locker room, I'm putting my hat on, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting dressed and this music come on. This it's I know this tune this song because every time I hear this song, like all the Q dog, like they do they start man, Q dogs are crazy, man. They be barking and stuff. They be start doing crazy stuff, like like shaking like a dog. So I'm putting my hat on and stuff. So Caleb by me, and it's like a big crowd, like everybody in the locker room gathering around. Cause he, you know, cute all they start dancing, doing their little stuff. So I see him get to doing this. I'm like, what the? I'm looking at him like, hold on, bro. 
Hey, bro, you all right? <laughs> then he started killing it, like doing this little, doing this little cute dog and dancing, man. I said, man, you a cute dog, you know? And where I'm from, like, it's a lot of cute dogs in my area, like PG County here, like coaches and stuff, and they all stick together. So I thought it was dope just to see that a different part of him because I never knew that about him. And that's just a good kid. I think from Cali, man. Oh, Texas. He's from Texas, so cool. Caleb work hard. When I used to stay and watch film, I'm one of the last person to leave the locker room. He always did last leaving the locker room. Like he wanted to be better, so I know he's gonna be successful. Yeah, and like he kind of came out of nowhere too to start. Like Matt Nichols started the year, obviously. He gets hurt. Dominique Davis has to go in. Uh, he gets hurt as well, and then I mean, poor Nate Bahar had to throw a pass, which I I have a feeling you guys thought. Maybe not at that current moment, but probably a little later in the week. You thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of funny. Uh, but yeah, Caleb comes out of nowhere and he just, he comes out and he, I think that he looked really, really good. I think that kid has a pretty good future in the CFL, especially he's he's only 23 years old. Yeah, Caleb got that bright future. That boy can run, he can throw, like that boy, is, he's talented. I got in camp. 100%. That kid can play. I didn't know he can run that good until I seen him play. Because you know in practice you can't quit hit the quarterback. Yeah. Now if you if you had to race him, would you win? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just just making we'll sure. That, we'll have to we'll have to get that forty set up. He looked fat. He look, how how fat will he run? Caleb? Yeah. I don't know. Like when you when you get going, we don't have the ability to see you go from from standing still to going. You know, unless you're unless you're watching you. Go look at the highlights. Go look at my highlight tape. 20, 2017 to 2020, whatever, 2019. See how fast we're closing in on them tackles. <laughs> closing. I mean, you got great closing speed. That's true. We cut. Hey, we closing. <laughs> you talked a little bit about uh, Mike Benavides, too. I, I When we when we talked to you last, you had said that uh, with Noel Thorpe, some of the stuff, just it wasn't going right. You weren't seeing the field as much as you'd hoped to previously. You already said that that uh, Benny's a, a great coach, but what about the way that he ran things really, really worked for you? Um, The first thing I'll tell you about Coach Benny, he won turnovers on his defense. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the big thing that stood out to me. I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can get jiggy with this. And um, the next thing he said, you know, it's going to be a fair opportunity. Everyone going to go out here. The first couple of days, you're going to tell who going to be the starters on the field. Y'all going to dictate who play. Everyone in the world going to dictate who play. And um, the last but not least, man, he's just a positive guy, good energy, so funny. Like, he got the, um, you know, when he came, when I seen him, I'm like, I'm like, man. Because we signed him, and then I heard about him, right? So when you see him in person, he just got this TV face. Like, <laughs> like, bro. Like, 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 <laughs> you feel me? Like, you just look like you belong on TV. So, you know, he was fresh out. He had to, uh, we had to get him, wipe the makeup up off him. You know what I'm saying? Get him out the... He was good when he first came, and the whole team, the whole defense, is nobody. I don't think no one can say nothing bad about Coach Vinny, man. He stick up for us, you know what I'm saying? And I love his play calling. His plays is crazy. Like, man, this guy on schemes. He in there working hard. Coach Coach Pat in there working hard. Coach Betty, they do a good job working hard together. You know, they always ask us. He just a, a player's coach. Ask us what we thinking, what you seeing right here. No? All right, well, we ain't going to do that, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh I think y'all need to tighten up. Y'all need to bone up, man up right here. You know what I'm saying? So I got number. I can talk about Coach Benny all day. I just talked to Coach Benny the other day. You can talk about Coach Benny all day if you want to. (laughs) We'll let you. For like for this season, obviously, you know, you guys are are going to be a lot better based on the signing that you made so far. Um, 
Grey Cup hat, like you, when we spoke to you last, you said you wanted to get that ring. And I, I'm assuming that is still top of your priority list. 100,000%. That's the only reason why we in this. Yeah. And, I mean, you, ha you have to like how your team is shaping up with not only Mazzoli and, and some of the other guys that have brought in, but, you know, there's there's guys on the team too. Like, uh, uh, and is it Anthony Eau Claire? Um, Anthony Eau Claire, uh Or is it – or is that his brother? You say Anthony Eau Claire? Is it oh, Anthony he, or Anthony O'Clair, his his brother? That's uh, yeah. that's yeah. um um what's his name? Um, Adam Fisher. He left handed. He left handed. Like, he, he he left handed. <laughs> my bad. My my dope. My bad. Yeah, Adam. He left handed. Oh, that's my man. He's smart as hell. You you've got guys like that though that are coming up. It, like a guy like Ryan Davis who you know nobody really knew about so they're not necessarily going to be the big flashy name that comes in like like a, a jeremiah mazzoli would be but they're probably going to be pretty big parts of your team next season ryan davis more rookie of the year yeah. they better know rd they better stop playing they better watch that film that boy explosive yeah he that RD. hey ryan davis is that yeah put some respect yes. on my young florida man young son consistent <laughs> take care of his body Humble, he don't talk trash, but he don't take nothing. He go out there and make his plays. He beyond his time. You know what I'm saying? He young, but mentally he like mature. So you know he gotta be on the field. He uh we can count on him. Man, I I fool RD, man. And it's weird too that I didn't know that he was the leading receiver in Auburn's history. Like Auburn's a school that you see on TV all the time. And you know, he, I, I I I ain't know that, but I can see that because he's cold. You know he played quarterback in high school though. Yeah, I Did know he? that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because... Well, they um, talked about that a lot, because they were talking about how, like, oh, what happens if, you know, they lose another quarterback, because we were down, like, three of them. Uh, and yeah. then they are like, oh, yeah, Davis, he played quarterback before he switched to receiver with Auburn, because yeah. he was like, I just want to hit the field, and he had the speed, and he was like, go to receiver. I got to hit 100%. the field. 100%. Hey, probably the best decision of his life. That boy, cold. He's cold. Yeah, I mean... If you want to play, you want to play no matter the position. I do got a question for you. Are you sticking with 27 or are you gonna are you gonna change it up this year? No, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with 27. You thinking I think I should do something like Joy, switch the number up, then come back. Hey, honestly though, I, I would I think you would be able to rock a single digit easily. Just go to like go to like seven or you know five. It would look sick. So you want me to switch to the single digit, but then come, I got to come back to the 2-7, though. No, that's fine. Just, do it just, like Jordan. Do it like Jordan. Go, yo, go go for, like, five for, like, three games, and then just go to go to 27. <laughs> In the middle of the game? <laughs> yeah, just, yo, pull yo, pull a Jordan, 12. Come out come out with a, a five with no no name on the back. Right. Everyone will know who you are anyways. Shane, who wears number Caleb five right five. now? I think Caleb no got five. Caleb, no, Caleb's got five. Come on now. Does it? Oh was no, Davis was four. But if I was to wear a single digit, it would have to be that two, bro. Two, one, two, five, and they gone. Randall Evans got two, so. Oh yeah, I forgot. I thought Don had five, and then Evans had Don four. Don got four. Don had four. Yeah, I got them confused. Yeah, yeah, so I don't want none of them. They all gone. <laughs> one, one gone. Ain't nobody wearing one again. True. It's true. I'll, I'll correct myself on, on Ryan Davis, too. I said he was number one in Auburn receiving. That was for one season in 2015. He's number 15 all time for them, which is still pretty really good. impressive for that's a school that's as big as they are. You had to How many years did he start, too? You got to go look at them stats real quick. I had to, yeah. 
But like to be fair, how many years did he start in Auburn? Because like uh, being 15 in Auburn's history is still pretty impressive, especially if you only started like two seasons. Man, listen, mm-hmm. RB is that. I'm letting y'all know that right now. He's that. He's so we should be expecting be a thousand yards, thousand yard receiver. Hey, he's gonna be around for a minute if he stay healthy, God willing, and just keep doing it. Well, from what I seen, he got a good head on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna mature. Y'all gonna see a man mature, you know, a young boy become a man. He's really quiet too, though. I, I I remember that from the one time we spoke to him. He didn't really, he doesn't really like talking. No, nah, he about his business. That's one of them. He ain't talking about that action. Uh, going into next season, uh, you guys are bringing back a lot of pieces on defense. Uh, there's going to be a couple that are that are moving on. I think, uh, namely, it's going to be Micah Awe and uh, Avery Ellis. I think we're still kind of waiting on what what's going on with uh, Antoine Pruno, but. What do you expect out of your defense next season? Um, I expect us to have turnovers. I expect us to be have have hella fun. We signed me and Dual back, so we got the strong side back. You understand what I'm saying? It was real explosive out there. So we trying to get more explosive. Um, for what you expect out of me, man? I, I, you know, the biggest thing for me, man, to stay healthy, man. 18 seasons. This is my first year just being injured. You know, it sucked. Man. It was. Just, it's mentally, you know, physically, you gotta stay strong and stuff like that. So we stay, we me, me, you know, me staying healthy for 18 seasons. I just want to help the team as the best way I can, you know. And I, I feel like that can put us in a, a better predicament, you know. Just keep me and Dual, man. Like I tell Dual, we we already ahead of last season because you know we know we was gonna have a season on that. So we just started training more. We we doing more yoga and stuff like that now. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited, man. Listen. Coach Benny trying to dial it up. He's trying to get turned over. He's trying to get in the end zone. He's trying to get the ball. Just know that. Yeah, you like you must think preseason is going to be helpful. You'll have a, a full-length training camp. Like last year, it was packed into, into a two and a half weeks, I think it was. Yeah, exactly. Pack, uh, for the rookies too, man, it's good for the rookies, you know, just in case anything happened. And then they got to, you know, you ain't just throwing them in the fire in week six. They ain't had no rookie minicamp. All they know is practice. Practice different from games. Once you get used to practice, you know what I'm saying? You can get used to routes and stuff. That ain't no game, right? And the game, it gets real spicy. And you don't have no time to say, oh, this is another practice. I'm going to just wait till next game. Next game, now you got three games under your belt. Now the fans talking about and the coach talking about we got to send him up the road because he can't, you know what I'm saying? He's not making plays. He's not playing up to the production where he need to be. Yeah. I, I, you know, you mentioned earlier, too, that you're you're obviously really, really good friends with Jonathan Rose. He got back on the field last season after – what I I think I think he had doctors tell him he's never gonna play football again, right? Um, I don't know about that. But yeah. He, like either way, he was he was in a neck brace and it, it didn't it wasn't great, right? Like just what uh as 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 your friend, you know, what did what did it mean just to see him get back onto the field? Man, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Rose, man, it was a big moment and you know, and our life, you know. Um, Jose had that surgery, you know, we was roommates and stuff like that, but you know, he had his girl taking care of him. Um, he really fooled his girl. They doing their thing now too. So shout out to them too, but she, she a real one. But, um, J Rose came, I remember, man, he was, I remember when he first got to heard the news, bro. I came home, man. He was in, you know, he was in tears kind of like, basically like, I'm like, bro, we sat there and thought about it for like, it was about a good, like. Five seconds, like ten seconds, then we snap back to reality. Like, bro, stop playing with me, bro. You better get the surgery and shake back. Like, what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, come on, like that's just him. Like, he's just a dog in him. One thing about Rose, like, 
no one can really stop him in his mental. One thing I tell you about Rose, interesting fact about him, he gonna enjoy himself. Can nobody really get him down his spirit? Like one thing I know about him, he he can sit in the house and have fun by himself all day, play the game. Like he don't he can if he was a little kid, he had toys in hand, just playing the game. He he don't got nobody can blow his day like Ronald. You can say what you want to him, but you know, but that news was crazy though, man. And Rose, he one of the most the freakest athletes I ever seen. So crazy, my uncle first seen Rose, he said, he said, bro, what? Oh yeah, you a DN? <laughs> he said, oh yeah, you look like a DN. You know what I'm saying? For him to be that athletic and versatile, he can still play. He young, he a baller, you know what I'm saying? When you lose, it's hard to look good. You know, when you on a bad team, it's hard for anybody to look good. So it, I know I know what he can do. He's still him, Rose, him, Rose, big man out there, gold mouth country, making plays. Have you have you spoken to him at all about uh, wanting to come back to Ottawa? Like I, I know that he's been posting a lot of pictures of him uh, when he was with the Red Blacks. Bro, come back. <laughs> hey, I I pray we sign my man tomorrow. I don't know though. I don't know like I don't know what's been going on. But hey, you know I'm on. You know I call him every day. Yeah, what's up? What you doing? You know where you need to be. Shane, do you have uh, anything else? Yo, I'm just excited for this season. Like, I think the fan of in me is probably the most excited, like, I've, I've been since Ottawa got a team. Cause like I grew up watching the CFL with no team. I mean, I had the Renegades, but I was like eight when they folded. So like, I don't even count them. Um, but this is the most excited I've been for, for football in like years. You excited now? Wait till tomorrow. We gonna get even more excited. Wait till camp. Is it June I'm, yet? No, I'm actually waiting. I'm waiting for May. I'm waiting. Actually, no, I'm waiting for like mid March because I'm still waiting out if I can play. Because I'm waiting to see if the league that I'm trying to play in fields a freaking team. <laughs> and if not, I hope you play though, bro. I hope y'all have a league. I hope, but like, COVID really, really took the took the sales out of this this one league, and I'm hoping that that they play, they field a team. COVID been the worst for people, man. It's been the absolute worst. Like, like I ain't got nothing to say about it. But hey, man, what I'm gonna say is tough times don't last. You know how we rock and tough people do, man. You know. So oh, yeah. hey, you gotta stay down, man. Some stuff hey, nothing lasts forever. Remember that. Nothing. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Not even a pandemic. You hear me? <laughs> Shiraj, you gotta make some pandemic shirts, I think, is what has to happen. No, I can't. Can it yo, be a panda and like what a, a doctor's outfit? And scrubs? <laughs> panda and scrubs? That'd be sick. People would buy that. Hey Frankie, you funny. <laughs> oh, that's the first time I've ever told that, you know that? Yeah, man. You funny, bro. You know, that's why I say you can sit in here and talk to us all day. Me, Rose, Doyle in the room, Cleezy, Steph, but you'll be in here like You'll be so surprised, bro. Oh, my God. Me and Doyle, we laugh all day, every day. Talk to the wake up call this man, say the funniest thing ever. Like, I got to wake up, call my man, see how he's doing today. <laughs> we'll we'll make that We'll make that happen, but Shane and I will just shut up and let you guys go. go oh, yeah, it. no, we'll just produce it and we'll just sit in the background. Yeah. And we'll just let you guys have free reign. Let me run ahead. Hey, I'm gonna ask the question. <laughs> oh yeah, that's totally fine. Well, I got you. We'll, I know because I know how I set them up. They, man, I'm telling you, man. Well, we'll produce it 
and then y'all y'all could just go wild. Could be like a full like get a, like get a bunch of players on. It could just be like giant CFL roundtable. All it is is just like jokes and allowing people to see everyone's personality. It'd be great content. Hundred percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all though, man. I'm proud of y'all. I got nothing but love for y'all, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. You know, I've been seeing y'all growth every day. I'm seeing y'all, you know, just because I don't tweet and I don't be on social media like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean I don't see everything. I see everything. And um, one thing I will say, uh, I see y'all growth. You know what I'm saying? I see everything y'all putting out. Keep going, man. Don't let. And, and one thing I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all right. Don't let nobody tell y'all y'all wrong or however the case may be how y'all feel. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all that with y'all that because of y'all. So keep. Hey, y'all, y'all, gonna, y'all gonna be bigger, bigger and better than ever. Y'all gonna keep getting bigger and bigger, man. Don't forget about me, dog. When y'all get off, never. Y'all get of course we won't. Ah, I bet. <laughs> never. We're gonna. The plan is to have merch ready by uh, by training camp, like a bunch of of merch ready and actually like ready. So we'll have to we'll have to send you a gift box of of different shit. Yeah. Let's go. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on my. You know what I'm saying? I need that. Appreciate y'all, though, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much, Rod. Uh, like we said, we'll we'll have to do something in person either before training camp or, or whenever it opens, uh, or if there's like a rookie camp this year, maybe we get something done there. Look, uh, we do a hot wings, like a hot ones challenge. <laughs> oh, get Jesus. A couple, Y'all want to do? i Get a couple of players to do the hot ones. It's ten wings, ten different hot sauces. Whatever y'all want to do, I'm with it. Sounds good. All right, man. I'll All see right, y'all, man. Yeah, have a good one and uh, right. good luck this year. Thank you, bro. Have a good night. Before we get over, um, we have a very special guest in our waiting room right now. He's been on the show a couple of times before. I've had the pleasure to talk to him a couple of times. Uh, let's introduce uh, the guest of the show, Micah Alway. Uh, how's it going? Good. How are y'all? Um, good. We're really good. Um, how, are, how are things with you? I mean, you must be kind of just waiting things out right now. Yeah, so... Um... My my situation is actually a bit different. Um, not not many people know, but I, I guess I'm announcing it now. But um, I've had a couple um, offers or not offers, but you know, interest from teams because before they give me any kind of offer, I'm telling them that I'm kind of right now. I'm waiting for NFL opportunities, so um, that's that's kind of the plan right now. Um, so I've had, like I said, I've had a couple teams already contact me, um, but they all know, and I just been straightforward with them not trying to play both sides and um, letting them know that you know i'm looking for an nfl opportunity and um if that doesn't work out then obviously it's going to be free agency then but um we'll, we'll see what happens have you talked to some nfl teams um, so, any interest? so right now um it's it's just it's just like quiet because you know all the senior bowls and stuff like that and you know obviously a guy like me is not going to be i don't have the hype of everyone else and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm just looking for an opportunity to uh, get in the training camp and um, open some eyes just like I did in the CFL. So um, I think it's just the time to do that. And um, um, I just think the you know, CFL and everyone who's given me opportunities, give me opportunity to try to get another shot again. So that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, that's some big, uh, big news dropping on our show. We feel honored that you, uh, you you told us on our show that, that you're waiting for that. Um, so how has the process been? You know, over like the the week uh, 
legal tampering period. How has everything been? Like, has it been very, you know, more casual, more formal? When Burke came in in Ottawa, like, how did that, have you had conversations with him? Yeah, so I've had conversations with him and um, a couple other um, scouts and stuff like that and GMs. And, you know, honestly, it's I just don't want to, because free agency in the CFL is probably a lot more important than it is in the NFL, um, just because the way things happen. So for the respect of the teams, I'm, I'm just telling them straightforward so that they don't, you know, put me in their plans to have me in February. And then I tell them, oh, well, I'm actually waiting for an NFL opportunity. You know, I think it's fair to do that for the teams. I know what I'm risking. Um, I know what I'm sacrificing, but that's just who I am. I mean, I'm not out there to be an average linebacker. And, you know, if I if I don't get opportunity in the NFL, then I'll be coming back playing angry, um, which is what I need anyways. So uh, it, this, for me, is just something I need to do um, personally and something that, I mean, when you're the leading tackler for all will linebackers in the CFL with 74 and your fourth tackling in the league and, you know, three, I had three forced fumbles. They didn't count one, but I had three forced fumbles, three sacks. Um, I've seen guys with lesser stats and lesser athletic abilities ball out in the NFL. <laughs> so um, that's that's just kind of where I'm at is just looking at the numbers. Um, you know, I've, I've always kind of been, been the athlete that didn't really get the recognition I deserve initially. Um, I remember at Texas Tech, I mean, that was my only offer. Yet from my whole, I'm pretty sure from the whole Big 12 class from my year, I'm the only one that's still playing linebacker professionally. Um, and I only had one offer. But, you know, senior year, 127 tackles. I didn't get any bowl game invite, no senior bowl game invite. And you just wonder how that happens because, you know, year in, year out, I, I produce. I mean, in the CFL and the NFL, or with the few snaps I got in the NFL, I broke Carson Wentz's ribs. So it's just like, you know, I, I keep, I'm not trying to be, um, you know, a lot of guys kind of shoot for dreams and, you know, they're like, oh, I, I can definitely do this. But, you know, I feel like, yeah, I'm shooting for a dream, but it's more so like a goal because it's like, I, I definitely showed the stats. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm productive and every time I touch the field, I'm productive. So it's, to me, it's not really ridiculous to, to go shoot my shot. I want to take the attention just quickly off the field because you mentioned not getting the recognition uh, and you have purple shift, right? Which is a tool literally built to, to get talent that might not be recognized, get them recognized. Um, so just like your personal experiences that, that must've like been one of the reasons that you wanted to start that. That, that is the, that is the reason why I started it. Um, I, I, I truly believe the the main and probably one of the main reasons why I'm not, um, or I didn't get a real shot in NFL is they had me at four six seven forty yard dash. I mean, you guys look at fantasy. You guys, you know, keep up NFL CFL. A smaller linebacker running a four six seven is not draftable. <laughs> you would never recruit them. If you all were GMs, you would never do that. And and that's what I got run down as it was a four six seven. And I can guarantee I'd run a four six seven um, with purple shift technology i run a 441 um so it's just you know i'm that's why i built purple shift because it's it's annoying that 
real information isn't out there and that people wonder why oh man where did this athlete come from well <laughs> it's because some scout got him at a 4-8 on his pro day but he really runs a 4-4 um so you think it's amazing but now he's undrafted free agent and i mean if you just think about the whole recruiting system and on all levels cfl nfl high school college how do we have the the goat who just retired tom brady go sixth round in the draft he's not a first round pick he's not first overall yeah we're over here calling him the goat and that's to me that's where the system's broken it's not just me saying that um tom brady should have never been picked sixth round for being the goat but he was um, and yet we keep doing the same thing year in, year out and not putting the real data out there, you know. So um, it definitely is the big reason behind it. And I'm, hopefully Purple Ship helps me to get back to where um, I want to be. It hasn't You haven't had it for super, super long yet. I think you. it's been around for a year and a half, two years. Am I, am I right in that or been longer? It's literally like a year. So okay. like a year and a month. You know, so it was January 2020 when I first came out with the first um, version of the app. So it's been a year. I mean, it's obviously not a very long time. How how have you seen the not only the user base uh, just increase? I know that we're you're seeing you know more and more new people every day. But have you seen any any results with it yet that people will tell you about? Man, so it's 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 coming on slowly, but um, you know, you got to build build small um, and then you'll grow larger. But, you know, Football Ontario and Football Canada have been huge partners. Um, I've been in talks with them. Um, Jim Mullen, Eric Geisler, um, JT, they, they, they've been really huge advocates of it because they understand that, you know, Canada is kind of like my story. You know, Canada athletes just automatically get the, oh, well, they're not as good tag put on them for no for no good reason and it's kind of like this is the app that can finally just say like okay well it's deserved like you you deserve to have that tag or you don't but now athletes actually have the power to put that out there and be like well if you still want to skip me in the draft i run a 4-4 you can't lie about that you know numbers don't lie so that's kind of like um what's been helping with the growth of it and um right now we're doing something with football camp ontario and building their um U20 team and you know all the football Ontario teams and then um you know I even have two athletes right now who signed up from Nigeria um who are trying to get opportunities in North America whether it's Canada America anywhere um so it's it's growing in in weird places but um nevertheless it is growing we didn't just bring you on to to plug Purple Shift, of course, but uh, hey, I mean, Purple Shift <laughs> is fantastic. I love right, it exactly. I I love it. I I remember when you t- like were talking to me about it, and I like downloaded it, and I was going through it. It's a fantastic app. It, it's Thank fantastic you. for for recruits, and I'm I'm really happy to hear that you're working with Football Ontario because playing football in Ottawa, there wasn't like if you weren't a skill position, um, and if you didn't play provincial and if you didn't have those connections, you were skipped, you know, you weren't looked at as, you know, a top end, you know, recruit, unless you were, you know, in with everybody. And a lot of people didn't have the ability to get their, their talent shown. So purple shift is, is changing the game. I've, I've even seen it mentioned 
in the local football community here in Ottawa. Um, I've seen some of the clubs, the, the NACAFA clubs start mentioning it. I've seen parents talk about it. I actually had a conversation a couple of weeks ago about uh, with a parent about it because they were talking about how they're trying to help their kid find, you know, more ways to act like to reach out and, and get his, you know, stuff shown. And I brought it up and, you know, it's getting out there and it's gaining traction. And I think it's part of the next wave of recruiting for, for all sports. Cause it's more than just football. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, I, like, I like, again, the biggest thing that I think it does is, is just puts the control back in the athlete um, and football sports should never be about who you know or what you're affiliated with. It should be about what you do on the field. And, and that's, that's why I'm so passionate about it. Cause again, careers are ended over fake numbers. Um, careers are never started over fake numbers, but, um, you know, luckily my hit on Carson Wentz was big enough to finally get CFL teams to call me because w- before that hit, I had nothing. I had absolutely no CFL teams after me, you know, after the training camp, it would have been end of my career, but luckily, you know, and, and that's why I like the CFL so much is because they, they don't, they don't, you know, go after the big names. That's not part of the formula. They create basically big names create themselves. So they actually get the top of the top in this NFL that, you know, end up not having the chance because they realize there's a lot, there's a lot of athletes and you, you can almost bet, 80% of the athletes that get signed to the CFL are high talented guys. They could be starters in NFL. They're just getting overlooked. And, and that's the sad part. And, you know, the sad part is that a lot of people think the CFL is a um, kind of like a, I don't know, a Juco in sorts, but they don't realize that the athletes are actually could be starters, pro bowlers in um, NFL. And I mean, look at Alex Singleton. Look at Sam McGuavin. Um, like these these are guys that are linebackers. You know, Alex Singleton leading, you know, one of the top tacklers in the um, NFL was a top tackler in the CFL. So you know it translates. Um, so it, it's just one of those things that it's super obvious to me as a player. Um, but again, you, you wonder why teams in NFL keep being last every single year. It's because they keep doing the same thing they've been doing for years, and they just need to watch Moneyball. They would get my point. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm at with that. Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time this afternoon, so I'll, I'll ask you one more about uh, Purple Shift, and then we'll move forward a little bit. But uh, obviously, you're you're running a company basically while you're also playing professional football at, at you know a, an exceptionally high level. Just what was that like for you this season? And then, you know, if you if you do end up going to the NFL, which we really hope you do, uh, what what are you expecting that to look like? Yeah, um, it, it, it was, uh, you know, first I, I want to say like the, the Red Blacks were, were just such a great team all around. Um, everyone from, you know, the, the ownership group all the way down to, you know, Drew and everyone in the training staff and equipment staff and the coaches, just real good people all around and they still are. Um, so, you know, me talking about purple shift and, and there's kind of like a, a little bit of a taboo of athletes doing stuff outside of, you know, football. And it makes them seem like they're not focused on football. 
and it's it's completely observed observed to me because you know playing division one football at texas tech and being an engineer i did that i mean i was a captain of my team my texas my senior year like i said i led the big 12 in tackles number 15 in the country and i was also an engineer on the side and no one ever says being a student athlete distracts you from being a student athlete so me running purple shift was just part of my life it's you know you know the blessing and curse of being the CFLs that most of the time if you're not making quarterback money you have to have a job but that is a blessing because you know a lot of athletes don't think about you know life after work until it's like oh my gosh I, I didn't get any calls so um it, it's something that was a uh, really good for me and I'm glad it you know purple ship has everything to do with football and um athleticism and it, it actually, actually motivates me because, you know, I end up, I post on Verbal Shift and I want to make sure I'm still fast and jumping higher than all the other athletes on there. So um, it goes hand in hand. And um, again, I, I really think Verbal Shift and um, could, could actually help lead me back into the NFL with showing just like the real numbers. So it was a really great experience. Uh, we have a, a question from, from one of the, the listeners right now. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how you can possibly answer this without uh, upsetting some people but um i know that you'd go wherever a contract came to you but is there a place maybe that you were uh, a fan of growing up that you would you would love to play for <laughs> oh man that's a, that's a funny question but like they probably already know that the pc answer is it doesn't matter who gives me a contract um because i mean whoever gives me a contract's opportunity to go on that team and do what i need to do um, but you know, I'm from, I'm from Arlington area of Mansfield, which Arlington, Texas, if you go look that up, that's where Dallas Cowboys are. Um, so I grew up a fan, but I also grew up a fan of, uh, being a Texas Longhorn and, um, I'm definitely not a Longhorn fan. So, uh, you know, so that, that's just from demographics, um, what, what my, uh, former, um, NFL team is. And ironically to have a guy named Micah on their team. So yeah. Like dang, I think I <laughs> missed off, missed out on that spot. Look, I'm a I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan based on my Bills hoodie that I'm wearing, and you can't see it, but I am wearing Bills pajama pants right now as well. Of course you are. So nice. Yeah, but um, all I'm saying, be, like, uh, guys, if you wanna if you wanna ring, uh, definitely Buffalo. If they're if they're there, that's where you should go. <laughs> I actually Steelers. did. I actually did go to Buffalo mini camp um, in 2018. Um, after I got cut from the Jets. Um, and that was a good experience. I I was the Sam linebacker and um, Tremaine Edmonds was the Mike. So I was able to play with him because, you know, we were like all starting. So I can say I played with Tremaine Edmonds, which he's a pretty pretty good linebacker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Tim also asked, uh, when, when you learned about the CFL? When did I learn about it? Yeah. I learned about it the day after I hit Carson Wentz. My agent called me and said, hey, like these two CFL teams um, are interested in you. They want to sign you. I was like, what CFL is that stand for? He's like Canadian Football League. I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I've never heard of that before until literally the day after I hit Carson Wentz. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he got broken ribs. You got a CFL career out of it. So I think that's a win-win. Yeah. It How Carson did. Wentz is not? He's still making mad money, so I don't think he minds overly much. No, I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. <laughs> still um, one of the higher paid receiver uh, quarterbacks in the league, pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think 
I have anything else, Micah, because I don't, like I said, I don't want to keep you too long. And we, we definitely went more than the 10 minutes that I told you, but um, <laughs> oh, you're fine. Yeah. There it goes. Unless uh, Shane, you got something else. We'll, uh, hey, we'll let just, you get out of here. Don't, don't forget about us when you uh, make it big in the NFL. All right? Oh no, no, not at all. No, I, I really appreciate y'all giving me the time of day. Um, it, you know, it, it really does help whether athletes say it or not. You know, we read, we read a lot of the stuff that y'all write and, just being honest is probably the best thing you can do. And, you know, for me, anytime I read anything negative about me, I mean, that's just what makes me go even harder to prove them wrong or prove them right. So um, you guys have been super supportive of uh, the, the Red Blacks and also my career, and I, I appreciate that. Hey, we, we, still have the yeah. uh, we still have the purple shift up on the website, and we'll have it up on the website until you tell us to take it off, so. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll keep supporting the purple shift because it's a great uh, initiative. But, yeah, we appreciate you uh, – coming back um and best of luck in the, with the nfl opportunities and if they don't work out well welcome back to to the cfl with open arms no matter what team you land on thank you i appreciate that thank you and uh yeah keep your keep being positive we uh like you you're one of along with nate bahar you guys were phenomenal to talk to all season even though it was a, a tough season you guys are <laughs> literally two of the of the best people i've ever met so you know keep doing well, thank that you. thank you thank you all right all right. All right. Thanks, Micah. Yeah. Thank y'all. Bye. Yeah.